Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. It's the beginning of a weekend, and who better to celebrate a weekend with than my buddy, Jose Don Fubar Fran- uh, Sanchez. I almost called you Franchise. Franchise. <laughs> Don franchise. The franchise Sanchez. <laughs> the Sanchez franchise. I love it, man. Here, how, are you, how are you doing? Doing all right, man. Just was, living it, living the dad life. Yes, I know what that's like. Are you you're still in the in the new kind of glow phase of it all, aren't you? Yeah. Uh she's just two months old. Incredible. Every day is uh it's amazing. She's yeah. literally the best. I think she might be I think we got lucky. Babies are the best. He's the best baby of all time. They are incredible little human beings that are all about light and love and just they're reflecting the adoration that you give them, right? And they yeah. teach you so I, much. Even they though can they're tell. Tiny like little... people say, like, you know, when babies are surrounded by love and the the atmosphere is just exuding positive energy, they could just yeah. tell. And she's always like Yeah. It really have the teeth, but it really kind of, uh, it, it, it sort of brings it all into sharp focus, doesn't it? You know, mm-hmm. why we're all here, right? That, That's that, it. That connection, that sense of love, right? Like it's passed down. All this yeah. stuff behind me. Yeah. It's, she's <laughs> rude. I don't know where she's going to put it. But it's all waiting for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my kid is, uh, yeah, that's nice, Dad. Uh, I, I like Roblox. <laughs> can, I, can I just play on my iPad, please? Like, yeah. look at this library. Yeah. <laughs> look at this look at the library. Roblox dad. Roblox. Yeah, Roblox. God. That's the way it is. Uh listen, it's great to see everybody. We are live. I think you could probably tell that. Alpha Cat is here. B Honeydew is here. Preston Rickwood, unknown. Ooh, a return. KFXG is here. Robert Sullivan's. Great to see everybody. Listen, uh Vic's basement is brought to you by the good folks at the gaming stadium. They are Canada's leader in online esports tournament facilitation. They have have things happening every single weekend so do follow them on twitter get caught up with them you can also join up at tgs.gg so thank you to the gaming stadium to help us make uh, vix basement possible that's fantastic and it's great to see you back on the show it's been a little bit of while uh, been a little while nodding 56 says jose is looking great glad to see you Thanks. you are looking it's the, great it's all the lifting guys heavy lifting baby lifting have yes. a baby you just hold them you're Rock doing them. curls with a baby Baby curls. Baby curls. Because <laughs> the weight keeps going up. It's just like, you got to get stronger. It's not the same weight. You're like, I keep using oh, these. Tell me about it. Yeah. My, <laughs> my kid can carry me now. It's insane. Because she's you on know, the rhubarb plan. Rubar. Yeah. You know what I'm missing? And I tell her this, and, I, and my wife knows this as well. Uh, I miss the days of the, the baby carrier. You know? I, oh, always dude, felt... I, I rock this baby carrier we have. Yeah. Like the wife's wearing it right now. And I was like, I might need to bring my baby in later. But I threw that thing on and I was like, but we have like this wrap. It's just like a long, it looks like a long scarf. Yeah. Wrap it around your waist over the shoulders, throw the baby in it. And she's just chilling. Yeah. She's just chilling. And I was like, she good. I did a stream with it the other day. I was streaming on Twitch and I was just like, had just a baby in my. I think that is what's going to be happening to Twitch. You know, it's been around a little while now, so we're going to see a lot more parents navigate, you know, sort of continue to I know a lot of the top tier streamers that are friends of mine, babies. They're all having babies. It's the thing to do. During the pandemic, it was like the coronial generation is growing. (laughs) It's all it is. Like, well, what are you, Gen X, Gen Z? No, we are uh, the coronials. (laughs) We all came out because our parents couldn't get away from each other. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, how, how does it feel to have your daughter in the baby carrier, though? Were you ever worried that she could breathe? No, I- it was funny because literally a couple of days ago, I had a, a family like one of my this when I was when I was born, she was born a month later and we lived next door to each other. Yeah. And so we've been family friends for our entire life. And she was coming to visit because she's it's been a year and she had a kid a year ago. And so I was like, I'm gonna put the baby on. My yeah. wife was gone. So I did it myself. Baby's like, normally it's supposed to be like right on your chest and just she can hear your heartbeat. And I put it on and she's like, <laughs> I got this picture where her head is just looking at me from down here. Like, but this is wrong. This is- <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to take you out and just hold you. Uh, Jeeves S says uh, COVID baby boom. Yeah, it's crazy. All of the, the people at What's Good Games, Andrea and uh, Brittany. Uh, and, pardon, pardon me? Brittany and Brittany, yeah, they're they're all having kids right now. It's insane, yeah. uh, which is great. It's great to see. Uh, listen, we've got a bunch of things that I want to get caught up on today. This is kind of like um, a. I, I want to do this a little more often, so I'm going to reach out to have you back uh, for, uh, when you can be here. Um, but I want to literally do go s- nowhere. <laughs> Raise that child over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I want to recap sort of the stuff that's going on and sort of bounce off and, and have the conversation with you, but also with you, chat. And for those that are listening, because we'll post this as an audio podcast, you can come and join. Um, usually it's around three o'clock Pacific time. Uh, live video stream on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash EPNTV. We have the best chat on the internet, I like to say, because the people here are incredibly savvy and smart, and they know the history of this industry, and they've got a lot of respect for the development of games. And, and um, Except uh, for the per- one guy who would click thumbs down. Screw that guy. For that one guy. I don't know who that one is. One guy. There's always uh, one. Generally, the best <laughs> chat on the internet, except for that one guy. Uh, Sam am one 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 says, "Hey, P, and uh, we've got Mike Ferrer in there. So much happened this week. I had to catch this live. Yes, this was a crazy week, and it I'm has. sure I'm going to forget stuff. You guys can remind us in the live chat. But I Half Life Three, would... guys, unbelievable. Who saw it coming? Which one? Half Life Three. Half Life wow. Three. Yes. Well, <laughs> we, we do have some Valve news, but let's talk a little bit about the uh, the ongoing shortages with next generation consoles, and I think even more specific to the PlayStation Five because it is selling uh, incredibly well. The PlayStation Five continues to be a really hot seller, a hot commodity out there, and now there's speculation that there's going to be a redesign, and uh, you know they keep coming into the stores. Yeah. And um, they sell out instantly, and scalpers have been picking them up. So I brought you on, Jose, because I, I, I wanted to find out how you're going to solve this problem. What are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> the, the, I want the PS5 Slim. You know what's coming. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to cool down as fast. It's going to get really hot really quick. You can play for about half an hour. How That's long you do you think we are going to have to wait for this? I mean, we've got chip shortages. We've got all kinds of, you know, supply dilemmas and constraints. And it's it's such a weird thing because it's like you don't know if it's, you know, the scalpers buying them all. Uh, obviously, yeah. the, the chip shortage. But like with the pandemic on top of it, is that going to be something that's going to continually delay the process of putting out more units? Or is this just going to be something where they're like, we should start PS6 right now if we start it now? It'll be ready. Oh, also confirmed the next PlayStation is going to be the PS6. Just, you heard it here first. You're confirming it today. Confirmed today. This is what we do. We break news on Vic's Breaking basement. Breaking news, I love guys. It. It's a big I news in it. gaming this week. <laughs> so May 28th, 2021, PS6. What, what would you like to see changed on the PlayStation 5 if they're going back to the drawing board on any of this stuff? 
I mean, it's so weird. Like, I, it plays games. I would love for them to have just kept what they did with the original PS3, where I could play my PS1 and PS2 games on it. Yeah. Simplify that so I don't have to continually buy the games on the library. Don't pull a Nintendo. We just keep changing the the unit of how the game comes out. Like, ah, it's a disc. It's a small disc. It's a mini cartridge. Don't lick it. Uh, you know, it's like quit changing the form factor. You know what the Xbox has done and the PlayStation have done the whole time? CDs. Okay, CDs went to Blu-rays. Ooh, okay, that's a big enough jump. That's fine. I just don't understand why they feel the need to just have such a. I mean, it's it's, it's such a pain in the ass that people can't get it. It's yeah. like the when the Wii came out. Remember when the Wii came out? And it was just like everybody was getting Wii's. This is bananas, and they were sold out everywhere, and then yeah. they weren't. Yeah. But it didn't take as long as the new generation of consoles is to restock. Yeah. Because there wasn't a pandemic. What do you think it is about the PlayStation 5 in particular that um, everybody is has got to have it now? Because the software library is, uh, there's some excellent games on it, but it's not that massive and it's not that kind of, you know, next gen yet. There's a I lot mean, of cross gen titles out there right now. Yeah, it's it's the... It's the fact of even with the, the Xbox Series X, it's like it was that new new when it first came out. So everybody's like, got to get on the first cycle that, you know, the new stuff's going to be coming out. Now we've had a few months, half a year. And you're just like, still, still, this is the time. Now we got E3 coming out. There's probably going to be a lot of cool deals and games. Like I yeah. want to play the PS4 stuff. on There's going to be a lot of PS4 deals coming up for E3. You know, they're going to have like. It's just for the PlayStation, especially, you just feel like it's E3 season. Yeah. There's going to be new stuff coming out. We got yep. new Ratchet and Clank is right around the corner. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Returnal, a new game. I was so excited. I'm like, new games are coming out right yeah. now. Yes. This is a good time. It, I is mean, it, it worth is worth going out and spending seven, $800 for like, <laughs> No, no, it's not. Just wait a second. <laughs> Yeah. Don't buy the scalper PlayStation. How did you get yours? Did you have it? I got a pre order. Yeah. You just got it. Yeah. yeah. Kudos to the uh, the EP Discord. Somebody was like, the remember when they had the fiasco where they went up and they went on a day before on Walmart yeah, and they weren't yes. supposed to go? I was I was up at night. It was like midnight and somebody's like, I heard Walmart just did a restock. Went on the, sure did. Whoop, and you got order. it. Bam, got that's it. awesome. Yeah, it's it shouldn't be this crazy. Of course, Sony's not going to be at E3, uh, you know, as we know it, but Neither I'm sure they're, work, they're working with uh, <laughs> Jeff and Summer Game, and we're not going to be there either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw that. We're not going. I'm not going <laughs> either. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to be at Summer Games Fest. I'm sure they're going to have some kind of huge event. And, you know, like they just had the Horizon Zero Dawn or Hor Horizon Forbidden, Forbidden West uh, yeah. reveal, and it looked incredible. But I think there is an element of like they're pissing people off at this point, right? If they're showing off all the things that this machine can do, but you can't and people not can't get it. But they you got know? to, yeah, I know, right? Yes, you're like, sorry, you can't get it. But when you do, yeah, this is one of the things that's going to be waiting for you. So it, you know, if I've read that they're they aren't going to change that much, and I think a lot of it is speculation until Sony actually does an official reveal of. They whatever they cover. may do yeah but <laughs> they already you got have the red one. controller i've got one are you a fan of the the way that the playstation 5 is set up right now or would you like them to change things no i mean i'm obviously it's i like that it works i wish like i miss that the crop the ps3 the simplicity like even the ps4 just the way it looked the aesthetic of it it's very the navigation of the ps5 is set up super weird it's a bit weird yeah it's like i shouldn't have to push this button to get to this and this is all and you can take some things off and then i'm like ah where, where did it go? How do we get it back? Where's the thing? I'm, did I take away the thing that gave me the access to get the thing to turn it off? Yeah, I just let me look on YouTube. Yeah, 
Blair, uh, Blair Farrell uh, pipes in and says, uh, but it's what, the fastest selling PS system? So people have them. It is the fastest selling PlayStation system, and lots of people do, do have them. Uh, but I think a lot of the systems are in the channel. You know, a lot of scalpers have got them, a lot of kind of gray market uh, resellers have got them. Yeah. I don't know if it's enough units in that space to kind of really dent the the actual install base out there. I, it, it's going to be fascinating to see what the numbers on Returnal are going to be, though, because that's a game um, that it's a, an incredible game. And I think anybody that has really, you know, spent the time with it appreciates it for that. But it's also kind of a hard sell uh, because of its difficulty. But it's a unique. It's not that hard. I know you beat it. You're, you're awesome at games. But yeah. it's a unique title for this machine, so it's going to be interesting to see you know, how all of these factors play into how well it does. I hope yeah. it's a huge success, and I hope it's the start of a franchise, quite frankly. But um, I mean, it's, 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 spel- it's third-person space exploration spelunky. There it is. Yeah. It's an amazing game. Except for I put 25 hours into it, and then there was some bug that deleted everyone's game save, so I had to start all over. Right, right when I was right. at the end. I was at the end. I got to the final boss and it killed me. And I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. I, I uh, commented on your tweet in the rundown, actually. Yeah. I saw that. Thanks. Um, Thanks, okay. Uh, so we, we are going to get more PlayStation 5s in the channel. And we're going to get a, a revamped PlayStation 5. But we could probably predict that because these console manufacturers are constantly tuning and tweaking. And, and now they're dealing with supply issues. But obviously, another thing that's in the news right now is a new Nintendo Switch, and Bloomberg has been reporting on this like crazy. They have an incredible team over there that is relentless, and they go and speak to all kinds of different... uh... Bloomberg and Mexican Amazon! (laughs) Yeah, but they they talk to all kinds of people around Nintendo, maybe not at Nintendo, but all kinds of information has leaked out there. It's going to be a little bit more expensive. The expectation is that it's going to be on... uh, you know, store shelves in September or October. But how does Nintendo get around the chip shortages and the manufacturing issues and what will unquestionably be? And you guys can let us know in the chat who's getting one of these new Nintendos, presumably if it's kind of specced out to what we think it is, with DLSS technology and 4K output when it's docked, enhanced resolutions, better frame rates. Who's getting one of those things? I want to know if you guys are psyched to hit that pre-order button um but how does nintendo do this how do they subvert all of these obstacles that are that the whole world is facing you know not just playstation no not idea. xbox you... i'll believe it when i see it right you know i want it to be just the face like for this like i can take my joy cons snap it onto this new thing and be like oh mm. right right this is cool i don't right. have to Cause man, there's a lot of people out there who have like, I gotta collect all these Joy Cons like they're Pokemon. I got every color possible. Yeah, so that's, that's an investment. Or, or the you know the established Switch dock and stuff like that. But you know, you've been playing the Switch since the very beginning, as have I, as of many people on on the uh, stream today. It's starting to feel a little creaky, you know. Not necessarily with the Nintendo first party content. They always know how to get the most out of their their software. And they should. And they should. Nintendo. Yeah, they make it. Uh, but uh, it does feel like a lot of developers are trying to shoehorn things that are maybe a little bit too... I'm, I'm playing uh, the, the new Defense Force right now, yeah. the World Brothers yeah. game. on, And it's pretty cool, but it's so blurry on the Nintendo Switch, I couldn't believe it. It, it looks it looks like there's like 
Vaseline on the screen to <laughs> kind of create this illusion of depth, and it's so clunky. And it's because I wipe my, my forehead <laughs> yeah. on your screen. You're like, sorry, Vic, there's a switchback. There you go. So a, a new machine that's going to run at you know, a stable 60 frames per second, even at 1080p, um, I think that would be great. The Ren is uh, in, getting a new switch. Ramsey's is in. Ramsey's doesn't have the original switch yet, which is interesting. My switch light needs an update. Brett, the illustrator. I, I've been heavy. saying this. I think that it, even with this what new switch. What if they switch, called it switch heavy? This, no, they're going to Switch do light, that. switch heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I did put a poll up just before we started today. Super uh, switch. It won. You saw. Super switch. Super switch. Is that I what you like? I put in. Did you vote? Yeah. Yeah. Super switch. I mean, it's 53%. I, I'm I'm very happy about that. That's my vote. I think it should. It will, be it will not be Switch. called that. It's going to be called the new Nintendo Switch Pro, which is a, if they call it that because that's what it was called on the Amazon link that they went out. That they shut it down. That. That's so it's stupid. It's so dumb because it yes. makes it seem like there's an old Nintendo Switch Pro. They can't call it that. I'm sure they could call it the new Nintendo Switch, and then that would. That's, I just that's ah. boring. Nine percent of the uh, the people that answered the poll voted for that. It was like that. new Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, Switch- it's the new one. Switch Pro, we've got a quarter of the votes still for Switch Pro, but I don't want it to be called a Pro. What does a Pro machine mean? I guess there are Pro players out there. Yeah. Uh, Switch There's Advance, a- I actually am I'm taking a shine to. Switch Man Advanced. The, the Switch Man Advanced. I like Switch Advanced, but I think Super Switch Nintendo should be the Switch way- SP. Super Switch SP? Oh, can- you could do that. Switch Advance SP. Yep. Super Switch Advance SP. <laughs> 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 You're just gonna go down this rabbit hole, and, then, and get... then we'll add Street Fighter Mega Mix on the end of it. And I'm just like, what? Uh, Guitar Zan says Super Switch. Peter Kokazar says Super Switch. <laughs> Pro is PS, uh, the PlayStation's bag, right? Switch 4K is okay. Orion's Angel uh, says that, and Ramsey says Switch Switch 64. It's a lot of alliteration in today's Switch talk. Uh, uh, let's see. The updated Switch won't have as many bespoke, unique parts like the Xbox Series and PlayStation 5 have. Excellent point, Mark Ferrer. That is, uh, they are going to be using a lot of off-the-shelf technology. That's Nintendo's, uh, I think, modus operandi. They like to uh, uh, kind of stay with technology that's within arm's reach that maybe isn't the cutting edge because they they see that as a sort of diminishing returns if they do too much of that, although they did do that with the Joy-Con. Uh, but I think your very your point on on being able to take your established Joy-Con controllers to a new Switch is very astute. I think yeah. they should I mean, absolutely. It's not do that. not just syncing. I don't want to sync them. I want yeah. them to snap on right. or have some sort of adapter to where I can snap them on. Because I'm not just going to carry Joy Cons around in case I happen to play some multiplayer on a screen this big, which is always the best when they have people outside playing Mario Kart on the Switch with two. You can't see the screen. You can't. <laughs> it's just cool that it can do it. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool great. if if uh, the Switch, a future iteration of this, had some kind of like high def projector built into it, and then you, you could just, just buy one, or yeah, you'd pack one around. I, yeah, I guess that would be yeah. I I just think it would be cool, <laughs> but stupid expensive. Um, I I have a, a fantastic and important message to relay to you from Danny Sullivan, Edmonton. One two three four five says, mm. "Love you, Foobs." Hey, Danny Very Sullivan. Nice. One two three right. four five. There it is. Love it. Uh, uh, Randy says, you are awesome, Jose. Randy you are the awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, got a, we got a vote for a hyper switch from Peter Kokasar. That sounds... Uh, Isn't that a game? 
You, I think it is. Like it's a recent game that yeah, came like out. from Way Forward Technologies or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I I think it is. Copywritten. Um, I think Super Switch has a pretty good chance of becoming the name for How it. About saw... Switcheroo. No. Nintendo Switcheroo. I mean, they did. Then you can make Underoos come. The Wii U. So maybe <laughs> maybe that's possible. Switcheroo, but they call it Switcheroo. So let me ask you this: Do you think the Super Game Boy Switch from Kevin S? Do you think? These reports from Bloomberg are accurate because Walmart Canada, the famous leaking source of Walmart Canada, cheekily tweeted yesterday, the the gaming division, are we going to find out tomorrow is tomorrow the big day when this gets announced? And I'm I'm dreading it's like it's a it's a four day holiday in Japan. So we're not going to find out anytime in the next four days. Oh, You've already looked that up in the next few days, but maybe next week, maybe next Wednesday, next Wednesday. Well, here's the thing, and I think this is a very uh, you know, apt observation. They're not going to wait too long because they're going to have partners. They're going to have games made for this new machine, and they're going to want to show them off in the next month you know, through Summer Game Fest and E3. So it's time for them, closing in on time for them, to release some information about this new thing. See, that's uh, the thing with Nintendo, though. They could just announce a new Metroid game. For the current Switch, people would be content. Oh, people yeah. would be ha- just announce a couple games. It's selling Nintendo. like crazy. They don't need to do this at all, and I know that that's part of their decision making. They don't have to do anything. That's what I'm saying. Going. Everybody's yeah. like the Switch Pro, Super Switch, and Super Engage, but, whatever it's going to be called. They can call it whatever they want, but it's here, not here, for sure going to be coming. Here is what's going to happen, though. If they announce this they're going to double dip with most switch owners. Most switch players are going to get another switch. And most I think got what we them. How many people have the switch and got the light? Exactly. And they might what might happen is there might be this mass sell off of the original switch, but I think that switch light is a very sweet little piece of tech that yeah. is going to continue to be very popular especially if the new switch is so expensive because we're talking 400 bucks we're talking into the uh, the price yeah, because of the, the library that it has already. And it's yeah. it's like how the Game Boy was when you know, or the Game Boy Advance is out when the GameCube is out, or and people are like, I can take games on the go, I can have games at home. Yeah, people are like, well, I can get a Switch Lite, I can get this super duper Switch, and then I can just take one with me, and then I, if I want to take the 4K one, if they play the same games, yeah, like if I can, if I can't play the current generation of Switch games on the new one, oh, of course they're gonna do that. Of course they're going to do that. And I Of course, I, Vic, because I, I can't play my Wii U games no, or dude, my Wii games Wii, on my Switch. Wii U was backwards compatible to the Wii. The Wii yeah, was because, backwards compatible to the GameCube. Yeah. The GameCube had the player that you could stick in the uh, the GBA but my, stuff. Super Nintendo wasn't backwards compatible with Nintendo. No, they didn't. But they've got a <laughs> fairly... The DS was backwards compatible with the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. You know, they've got. And they changed the size of the disc again. The 3DS could play DS games. They've done a pretty good job at at keeping your library along with you. Um, I'm sure they're going to do something with it. Like, why uh, is Danny there Sullivan a... says Soldier Boy Switch. That that is well, that is going to happen. Come on, Danny but... Sullivan, Edmonton, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> but that that is not going to happen from Nintendo. Yeah, that no. will happen from That'll Soldier happen Boy on the Soldier site. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but even for the Switch, like, why isn't there uh, a Game Boy Advance slot? I agree. 
it'd be just uh, it's super simple or 3ds i know i agree i think that I there mean, should DS be some way to, i've thing. been saying this a ton there should be some way to honor our classic libraries a, a lot of us longtime nintendo holdouts have should be have something i mean when they did the switch mini or the the snes mini and the nes mini it was like well, why don't you just make them a little bigger and let us put our cartridges in and also stack in some of that stuff yeah. right that's what I want. That's like, why do you have me sign up for a Nintendo account if you're not keeping track of the games I'm buying? Don't make yeah. me buy them again. You can go through the library. Let me date back to my old. Oh, you you bought this in 1987. Here it is, uploaded to your yeah. Switch. That's Thank the, you for your continued support. That's the Xbox model. Um, so, I, and I think we're we're slowly evolving to that, but we're not there yet. And this whole backwards compatibility dilemma, uh, I think, will eventually get solved. But my question to you is, is this thing coming out in September or October this year? As Probably. Bloom, as Bloomberg if, says. If Bloomberg is reporting on it. Yeah. And not Shroomberg from down the street. <laughs> uh, there's a very, I mean, it depends though. They could, something could, like Japan just got shut down with the COVID shutdown Nintendo. again. <laughs> you know? Shroomberg would be an awesome <laughs> Nintendo news channel. The Shroomberg. Be. I mean, with yeah. mushrooms. That's, <laughs> Uh, but like, True. no, like again, with the big, like Japan just shut down travel from, from anywhere again, because they yep. had a huge outbreak in COVID. It could, it might've been coming out, right? but was something happen from now until then that's going to stop it? I have no idea. Yeah. I'd love for it to come out. It'd be great. What do you guys think? Let us know in the chat. I'll read a bunch uh, more comments. If you guys want to help me out with putting all caps, it's a little bit easier to read them as they stream along, but uh you know, it's just that is just one of the interesting questions that's arisen in the last couple of weeks. Well, the rumors of Switch Pro have been around for years now, but it feels like it's it's imminent. Uh, something else that came up, and this is from our friend at Sam Miskovich at uh, Sam Miskovich from Ars Technica, who we had on just like days before he revealed this exclusive info that he picked up. And it was based on hackers sort of going into source code and, and determining that Steam is working apparently on a switch like pc device what do you think of the steam pal pal yeah i'm okay again i can take my steam games on the go yeah what because you know <laughs> damn well it's gonna have to have some super high fidelity graphical capabilities towards it and uh, i'm all about that that sounds fantastical i mean all of the work that's going into what you know we, we will see in the super switch conceivably there are electronics companies that are like sharing some of the information and some of the data because if they've got a you know a, a chip that can run for, you know dlss uh 4k it's, output it's, it's just going to be size of like the 3090 it's going to be that big just a huge honking machine and it's just a graphic card they're gonna oh, throw man. some buttons on it and be like it there you go <laughs> well just i a think a big ass fan you have to carry as a backpack I mean, they're, I mean, that's what we're talking about here is just this the shrinking of all of this incredibly powerful technology. And Valve is, uh, uh, you know, tapped into that space. They firmly believe in um, some hardware, like the VR stuff that they've been putting out there and the Steam Link and their own Steam controller. Yeah. Uh, it would be very interesting to see this as a competitor. Would, do you think this is real? Do you think they're actually going to do it? Or is this more vaporware? I, I fully them? believe they have the capability to do so. Yeah. Um, and I don't see why they wouldn't, if the opportunity presented itself and they were just like, we can do this. Like, yeah. We can make this a, a thing that will crush 
It has to be dockable, though, right? I think that's the secret sauce. Does it, though? Because if you have a Steam account with a lot of games, you pretty much have a PC that you play your games on. Yeah, but if you're kind of creating that illusion of connecting it directly to your television set, and I know you can do that with your PC. I do that all the time. But yeah. if you're kind of consolizing your, your Steam library, you should also take the extra incremental steps just like the Switch has and make it incredibly seamless to connect it to your television and have a controller-based sit-back-on-the-couch type of experience. Yeah, I mean, it has like to be... Just like the Steam Connect stuff. It has to be, yeah, it has to be a direct competitor to the Switch. It has to meet and exceed what the Switch Pro, or whatever it's called, Super Switch, is, is delivering <laughs> because of the expectation on that Valve brand and that Steam brand and the high-end kind of output that we expect out of PC, right? Yeah, I mean, and Steam can do it. You know, yes. Steam, with with people who have, but there's so much stuff on Steam. Like, to get it right, you know it's got to be a powerhouse. It's not going to be cheap. And if it is, then I they're going to have to eliminate some of those things you were talking about, like do, the dockability. I feel like the docking thing would be nice, granted, but if you could imagine it. It would be, an, you, it would be an extra thing that you would pay yeah. for. Right. They could just be like, you can buy an additional dock if great, you want to. Great dock. comments here from Matthew Winstone says Steam Link software would take care of that. So you could just have the thing streamed to your TV. And yeah. they're probably going to have, you know, smart TVs are going to have stream, Steam A Link. Steam built, app. Yeah, built right in. Uh, and Barcode Teacup says, do PC players actually care about mobile? It seems like they would just buy a laptop for that. I think they do, uh, and they would normally buy a laptop. I think what's, you know, Steam Pal is kind of, uh, you know, hinting around in is kind of creating the category in a way. And there have been some mobile PCs. Marco A, I don't know if he's on the chat today, uh, has been a big fan of the GPD uh, mini PCs in the past that are kind of, and I, I know Alienware has been working on a prototype for something like that as well. Yeah. But I think if Steam comes into this market, they're going to try to, uh, you know, shake it up in much the same way that Nintendo did with the Nintendo Switch. And I think the Switch, you know, tell me Switch fans out there that also own PlayStations or Xboxes haven't wondered why Sony and or Microsoft haven't done something similar. I mean, there, there's such a, a, a genius... Um, you know, smart connection to being able to take our, the existing software that we're playing on our television and just carry it around anywhere. It's an amazing thing. It made more sense when we could travel, you know, pre-2020. <laughs> the days. But, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Switch was just like, wow, yeah, this all makes sense. We didn't know that it would, but it really yeah. did. And now that it has, I think the Steam Pal is kind of, uh, you know, it, it makes sense. Sure. But I don't know what, the, what they're going to price it whatever. At. You know, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing in quarantine? We're putting out all kinds of new handheld things. All right. Add it to the add it to the growing list of consoles I have over there. Well, you know, what's interesting, like I'm um, I, I, I'm always surfing around for different video pieces on YouTube. And there is this huge collection of retro Chinese knockoff uh, retro handhelds that come sometimes packed with thousands of games. Yeah. Soldier but Boy. They're really well made. <laughs> There's some really good ones out there, you know? So I feel that like because right they're so easy to make. Yeah. You know, like you look at things like Raspberry Pis and how small and condensed those things are. People sure. are like, oh, you can just add a screen to it. And now we have the super duper Game Boy. You want a super Game Boy? You can have one. It'll have all the Game Boy games on it. And just like, okay, cool. And it's like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Thanks. That's great. Uh, Orion's Angel says, remember the sun? 
<laughs> remember getting outside <laughs> what is that uh, uh it's my favorite planet so <laughs> always has been sam sam suggests that we uh it, nothing's confirmed but there's a possibility that we might see it this year i don't know if we'll physically be able to buy one of these things do you think again in this time of constriction and and uh you know materials challenge is that even possible well, the thing I'm disappointed in is we spent a good 10 minutes talking about the name of the new Switch, but yeah. Steam Pal, <laughs> can we talk about this? <laughs> oh, Steam Buddy, Steam Chum. I don't mind Steam Pal. It's got that sort of friendly accessibility of uh, that Steam Game Boy Boat has. Willy. <laughs> Steampunk Willy, yeah. yeah. No, I don't mind Steam Pal. Do you, guys, are, do you guys hate Steam Pal? I think it's okay. It sounds Steam cute. Pal. It is, but it and you're talking cute. about people who want to take their PC Steam libraries on the go. Yeah. I'll be there in a sec. I got to grab my Steam pal. Well, and, I, uh, Sam I am suggests Steam Boy with a question mark, but I think that's what they were trying to go for, but they didn't want to go all that way because they didn't want yeah. to. Yeah, right? They didn't want to have that full association, but they want that that Steam sort of girl. connection. Steam Pal better work in the sauna, Steve Venegas says. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like false marketing right there, right? If Steam Pal doesn't work in the sauna. All oh, right. I took okay. it in the hot tub. <laughs> it exploded. Um, let, let's move on to another topic that uh, you and I are both very familiar with this week. I saw that you were streaming Biomutants. This has come out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, it, you know, it's... Uh, what do you, well, first of all, what do you think of this game? It's okay. The people that, I mean, I've, I've put about 13 hours into it. Yep. It's, it's okay. The thing that sucked for me, especially, was having played it, and then I went and saw that Horizon Forbidden West thing, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this game could look like that? Mm -hmm. What are you doing, THQ? You're killing me. <laughs> I just, I just feel like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a game. It's a fun game to play. It's not great by any stretch of the means. I, I, the people that have been coming in, trickling into my streams, I'm like, I've been asking seven. Yeah. About a seven. Yeah. Eh, it's just, it's something new to play, which I feel like it, it feels like a video game. It's not like, it's not trying to be open, crazy, like realistic worlds and whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's like an old fashioned, like old school video game. Maybe you want a new Sly Cooper. I'm like, look, my little thievious raccoonist looking guy. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely evocative of uh, Ratchet and Clank and that whole thing as well. And, and the odd world games. What, what's your favorite thing about it? Uh, it was the narrator for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And then I was like, OK, there, I took about like eight hours into the game where he was like, if the narration is getting too irritating, go ahead and turn it down. And the options. And I was like, that's a thing. You tell me that now. That's not in the tutorial hour of the game. Son of a bee. Come on, man. When I talked about it and I streamed some for for the EP crowd here, too, I kind of thought of it as a two a double A game. I I thought of it as something that was on the PlayStation 3 or the 360 from THQ, because let's face it, yeah. THQ, you know, in their old iteration, they made tons of games like this. Sometimes they were licensed and they were yeah. still kind of fun. And sometimes they were original ideas and they were still kind of fun. But yeah, it, it didn't blow the doors off. I I think it's getting a fairly accurate scores, though. I'm not pissed at I people mean, saying that it's, a, you know, there's six out of ten. I'm sure people have gone lower than that, but... And but the thing about those scores that those aren't bad 
score. I would probably give it about a seven at this point. Oh, come on, Vic. How many years have you been reviewing games? Yeah. You're like, this game is pretty solid for a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. You're trashing this well, game? Like, yeah, well, that we, was... Yes. Okay, I'm going to loop myself into this, but we tend to, as a collective of uh, consumers of this medium, to look down at a six or a seven and think that yeah. that's just a, a terrible... When a five is average. But the five supposedly. is average, right? I think we have to remind ourselves half, of that collectively, though, because we are disappointed when we see a, a score of a six. We're so trained to be in the hype zone about the eights and the nines and the tens, you know? You know what it is? I think it's it's like school grading. Like mm. A is like the 90%, B is 80, yeah. C is 70, yeah. 60 is a D. And then if you get a 50%, that's an F. You can't fail any worse than a 50%? Come on now. What? How does that work mathematically in the grading system? Yeah, that's not right. You need to simmer that back down. I would have yeah. got straight A's in school if it but wasn't so such a high bar. I do think the game is more of a seven than a six, though. I I, I definitely do think that. I think that there's yeah. enough. Now that we just talked about the grading scale, I would say six, five, seven. That's where six, I'm six, five, or seven. Okay. Because yeah. I'm at least having a good time. The missions are kind of fun, building the armor and doing it's all the chill. creative stuff. That, yeah. That's the thing that I like about the game is that it. It's it, you the know... it's my first game that I've been streaming in a hot tub. There you go. I'm a hot tub streamer now. Did you honestly? You took the plunge. I did. I did. You, I got you, a little, there's a little, so I have a little, I have a little uh, PNG hot tub that I okay. sit in when I'm streaming. <laughs> hot, I'm the hottest hot tub streaming guy on on the uh, the old Twitcheroo. Oh, you rock, man. Uh, Blair Farrell says, I have a bunch of great seven score superhero games behind me. Wolverine is a great seven. Uh, Brett, the illustrator, only buys tens. So Brett does He's not, not buying a lot of games lately. <laughs> huge library of games does not have a huge library. Michael Huber, unless, unless he has a GameCube in, in the Victor Lucas era. Pardon me? <laughs> I said, unless he has a GameCube in the Victor Lucas era of reviewing. Ah, oh, right. It was great to see you, Jose. We'll see Thanks. you next time. <laughs> I loved a lot of GameCube games. What can, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Uh, I played Fast and Furious where I took down a rogue rocket with cars. Totally worth it, Blair Farrell says. Um, and B Brett the Illustrator loves the GameCube, so I've I've some backup right there. Um, I, I've I've been known to enjoy a video game or two in my life. Uh, let's see, Biomutant sounds fun to me. Sam, I am one one one. I you know what I I have been digging it, and I've now moved on to other things that I'm talking. Yeah. I have to talk about soon, and I'm playing right now. And I'm still thinking about my time. I, like with I want to fit. Like I'm going to finish it. Yeah. You know, I put. I finished two of the bosses. There's two more to go. Yep. I was like, all right. Well, we and, can but I feel like there's like most of the games are designed so that there's another thing beyond that. Once you oh, yeah. achieve it all, well, there's for Biomutant, Spoiler alert! The like the main bad guy who I thought was like the super bad guy. You fight him right after you fight the second boss, and then you beat him, and then it's like there's still more to do. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's not like a super secret ending or anything? Did, did you get your robot horse? Uh, no, I haven't got a robot horse. So I have like five or six other mounts. Wait, robot horse is pretty cool. And it it, uh, it is interesting that there's, uh, uh, you know, echoes of the Horizon franchise. But the thing about this game, about Biomutant compared to Horizon, Horizon's probably got 12 times as many people <laughs> making that game. There was yeah. 20, 20 people made Biomutant. Yeah. Which is insane. And and they did okay. They did Kudos okay. To you guys. Yeah, they did okay. Um, 
Uh, Devin Fava says, now we need a supercut of GameCube reviews from Vic. Okay, we'll get on that. <laughs> Brett, the illustrator ten, says... 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Was it that many 10 out of 10s? What, I, mean, I don't I, know. Super Mario Sunshine would have been up there. Burnout. On this well, Burnout, Burnout's a 10. Well, Burnout yeah. 3. All right, now we got to go back through my uh, my archive. One day 10. we will get all of those out there, and you guys can make fun of me of my high scores and stuff. What was your reviewed. Smash Brothers GameCube score, Vic? Not great. Yeah, I was not a fan back then. Uh, any game Vic gives a review of five or lower makes me want to play that game more. <laughs> Corey Nolan, <laughs> that's what I'm glad to be of service, my friend. Um, okay, <laughs> so we both say to viewers out there, players out there, that Biomutant is worth checking out. But yeah, I mean, if you can find it on like Game Pass or if I'm sure it'll worth, come to Game Pass, it's worth yeah. checking out or just watch somebody stream it. All the people yeah. that come in and talk trash in my stream, I'm glad you're playing it so I don't have to. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm having yeah. an okay time playing the game. You <laughs> don't cry in the corner real quick. <laughs> well, something else I know you've been streaming and talking about a lot is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. What's it been like for you to go back into this franchise? See, it for me, I went back and I played through Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 right before Andromeda came out. Right. So I, I did a so week wasn't stream of just all ago. of them. Yeah, right. it wasn't yeah. as long ago. It was fun to go back and play one again. I'd started two and then Biomutant came out. And so I, I jumped into Biomutant so I can finish that up before I go back in and finish Mass Effect 2 and 3. But I feel like one got better. Yeah. So I really liked two. And then I was playing one again and I'm the legendary dude. I'm like, damn, it does look amazing it looks so good and then i remembered that you have to reload your like clips in mass effect 2 and i'm like why do they take that out mass yeah. effect 1 you just had to wait a second and it would like recharge i know i hate reloading mass effect 1 might be my new favorite well and i the, the other thing that i loved about mass effect 1 too is that um you collect everything the minute you kill everybody so you don't have to yeah. walk over you don't have to like that i that is a really big pain in the ass for me when when there's a dead body and you need their stuff, but you still have to go and decide. You have to tell you have to the game. rummage through their pockets. Yeah, like that I, yes, villain. I want your stuff. Just give me your stuff. I killed you. I want it. <laughs> Where Just are my renegade points for this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stealing this dead guy's stuff. I'm Paragon point? Really? I got two? Okay. St uh, Steven Venegas asks Is Mass Effect the best Star Trek game? I, you know. The thing that I talked about with Mac Walters mm. and with uh, with Mark and uh, Jennifer about the game is that it feels like an adventure that you caught up with halfway through. Like it already, like it, you're you start the game running, you start the franchise running. Yeah, and that's really hard to do. It's really hard to like, you know, it's with, you want a prequel world building. You right? need a you, prequel, is what you need. You can't. Yeah, they do need a prequel. Yeah, mm. very very mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I think Mark and Jennifer are, would be all over that <laughs> but it's an incredibly difficult thing to achieve but because the world feels so real you it, it it feels like it's just enveloping you you're completely lost in it it's an incredible experience and i think battlestar did that i think um star trek did that and star wars absolutely did that you know they set out to build something like a space opera and they nailed it and it's i true you, and you, go ahead I was going to say, like, a lot of people like Mass Effect 2 as their favorite of the three. Yeah. And for me, even when I played Andromeda, because I played through Andromeda twice, and I was like, it was a good start, but I was definitely looking forward to seeing where it went 
after. Yeah. You know, like it was a, it was an okay introduction to these characters. I'm familiar with the way Mass Effect, especially because I played it after playing the first three. So I was right. like, all right, I, I'm pretty good at this. And then it just got dunked on and it was just like, well, let it, let give it a chance to breathe, like feel yeah. it out. And now yeah. people are just like, no, we don't have time. We don't have time to let it breathe anymore. If it sucks at the first iteration, it's done. So now yeah, it's we have funny this, that the we, new, new Mass Effect. Peter Kokosar is bringing up um, the Normandy, the ship from Mass Effect that's unlockable in No Man's Sky, which is amazing. But we gave No Man's Sky, we gave No Man's Three Sky years. the time, <laughs> but we also gave... Um, the, uh, the 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 devs the time to keep iterating and improving and tweaking, but well, I don't good know on them if... for continuing to do so. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, good on them for like... yes, but I don't think we did that same. Le- we didn't have that same level of patience for Bioware and Andromeda, and I didn't even go back to it because you know my my gig is like okay, what's next? What's now? Yeah. I've got to drop, you know, I've got to jump onto this thing. I don't really have a lot of time to go back and, and check some stuff out. But the word is that Andromeda got way better. And now that I've, I'm deep into Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I really want to go and see Andromeda. But it, I think what they're doing with Andromeda, it was supposed to be the beginning of new things. And I think it's just all, it's all it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's over. They're not going to go back into that brand. They're not going to bring up that name ever again. Are, do you regret that? Do you feel like they they should have? It's just it? be, having you know played through the original Mass Effect trilogy when it came out, when the Andromeda came out, playing through all again. Now I get to do it all again, in Legendary Edition. It's definitely a franchise I don't mind putting the time into. Yeah, I would. It, I would have liked to see where the second version, because especially the way Mass Effect Two starts, you're just like, wait, what happened? He did the ship gone. Everybody go? What, yeah. what, what, what? This is the beginning of the game? Like, what could they have done with Andromeda 2 that would have been like, oh, snap, I didn't see it going in this direction. Yeah. It's really changed and changed things up a bit, but we'll never know. Well, it, what's cool about it, though, is that there's enough love for Mass Effect that, you know, everybody is going to deal with the fact that Andromeda was a disappointment and get excited for whatever Bioware concocts. Even with all of... The, you know, the internal changes and challenges that they faced and the speculation yeah. around how they fit in with EA's kind of corporate regime, all of that, they're still going to uh, create a tremendous amount of goodwill and hype and expectation for whatever they're going to come back with with Mass Effect. And I got to say, like, it's the highest rated game of the year right now, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, for good reason, um, in terms of a uh, value for your money. And, it's, uh, the, it's the Mass Effect orange box. <laughs> kind of, right? Here are three incredible games that we went remastered. Like, give me a remastered Knights of the Old Republic. Right. Well, that's, that's what I want. They haven't, I know. But they haven't announced that yet, but that's coming. But That's it, what I want. It is amazing to dive into that universe in a time like this, you know, to escape into this just fever dream of creativity, which they did with Mass Effect. I mean, you're, you're looking at it. And, and the thing that I brought up with uh, and we talked about in the interviews that I did with the uh, folks that worked on it is that this was all achieved on in one console generation. They did all of that work. You know, yeah. they made like 12 movies in, in, in like eight <laughs> years, it felt feels like. You know, like all of these different threads and characters and worlds and, you know, love stories and relationships and... And story endings. arcs and just to keep track of everything. Yeah, it was like, what? Into the next games. Yeah, it's, it's a incredible. thing that... It's a lost art, man. It's like, oh... 
what what happened to this guy oh i killed him in the first one <laughs> yeah. no wonder he wasn't in the second one i got him nuked <laughs> damn yes um i was reminded uh blair farrell says i was reminded of the 2013 gears of star trek movie game one of the few games i tried to return blair farrell uh that's hilarious uh <laughs> Okay, we got, oh, this is a good good one from Brett the Illustrator. I think if Bioware went back to fix Andromeda, maybe uh, they gave them time on Anthem and look what happened. They just canned it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, you know? The they track did. record I mean, they, is going downhill. They're like, guys, for sure. they're like, we did Andromeda. Ugh, wasn't so loved. We did Anthem. Not so much love. What do we do now? How about we redo Mass Effect? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We hit a success. <laughs> Great success. Yes. Uh, well, something else uh, hit the uh, the internet today with a with a bang. It is the uh, the new reveal for Far Cry Six. We got to look at some of the gameplay, some of the action in this game. Um, what do you think of what you have seen so far of Far Cry Man, 6? Man, first of all, can we just talk about? I was on Twitch ready for this reveal, and there's like a an hour countdown. Yeah, it's like all right, hour gets done. There's like a three minute countdown. You're like, all right, okay. Then they start with this thing that has a countdown on it. And it's just like 10 minutes of a trailer. It's like, oh, this place looks good. And then it's 10 minutes again, same trailer, a little darker. And then it's the last 10 minutes is the same 10 minutes from before, but the darkest it can be. And I was like, where? I thought this was a gameplay reveal. You showed me 30 minutes of a 10 minute trailer three times in very different aspects. Uh, but then they actually showed some stuff, and I was like, all right, it looks like Far Cry. <laughs> I'm in. It kind of looks like Far Cry 1. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's going <laughs> back to the kind of the tropical setting. Those dark tropical jungles. I love it. It's going to it... shatter CPUs. <laughs> uh, it do I mean, it is a gorgeous-looking game, for sure. It's getting quite a bit of, um, you know, clapback today because, uh, you know, Ubisoft has done what they, they do often – with their games, they have a game that's kind kind of politically charged. It's about guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, at least you're not like a on a vacation with your friends, and yeah. then somebody goes missing, and you got to save them. And how are you going to do it? Nope, you're a gorilla. Yeah, you're going in and taking care Which of business. We have seen in Far Cry games in the past. We've seen these, you know, sort of militant groups and militia groups, and and uh, uh, you know the good guys against the bad guys and you yeah. kind of you navigate through that narrative. But this is like very much you're diving into the world of the gorilla warrior. And of course they're, they're coming out and saying, we don't want to be political with the statements. And so there's a lot of people that are up in arms with the idea that, you, you know, if you're constantly making these games that <laughs> overtly borrow from, you know, politically charged messaging, but you don't make any political statements about it. Yeah. What are you doing? It's like, we don't want to be political, but the object of the game is to kill El Presidente. Yeah. <laughs> it's to take down to be a rebellious driven. force. Yeah. And, uh, you, and I think that there is, uh, you know, a tremendous amount of fictional examples. And you can even look at Star Wars and some of the, uh, the, the ways that Lucas was being subversive with the messaging and the storytelling in that. Um, but... This is so, you know, embedded in reality, right? Like, and, and, and there's such an effort to kind of create what we know and what we see. And it's beautiful work. I mean, the game looks absolutely stunning. And I don't think, you, you, you know, we necessarily need to have a message from the game. Yeah. But I think that there's some validity to this notion that 
because you know UB's done this again and again. They had uh, you know Watchdogs Legion not too long ago talking about an oppressive totalitarian uh, you know, you know military uh, force observing and watching all of its citizens in a in a sort of dystopian future London, and it was cool, and. I don't know how you do that and keep painting these beautiful works and and sort of not come through with, uh, I don't know, some kind of a comment or some kind of a statement that maybe we don't want to get to this point, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it really just depends on what side you fall on. Like, do you, does that bother you? Yeah. Or do you even really care? Like, I, I just want to get in and shoot some stuff, maybe skin a bear. <laughs> Well, that's what they want to sell us, is that experience. And I think Far Cry has had no challenge on being fun. I think that that has been, you know, um, that's been true to, to form. I don't know. They could throw in some dream sequences. You'd be like, oh. Yeah, but they've, they've delivered really engaging games that have all kinds of great tangents and lots of uh, activities, maps that are filled with all kinds of things to do. I think they have that. But I think what is going to now elevate you know, the artistry of what they're putting together in their stories. And it's nice to see that there's an emphasis on cut sequences and getting to know this Danny uh, Rojas uh, character, yeah. whether you can be male or female, a little bit more than the sort of uh, from the first-person viewpoint that we've seen in previous Far Cry games. But I think there can be, a, you know, some kind of an artist artistic elevation, even if it's satire, like like Grand Theft Auto does, you know? Um I, I, which which I Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto Five Next Gen, Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah. like, which one of those? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I feel they're they're kind of pulling their punches a little bit creatively by not sort of going the the, the next level with all of this stuff. But I have always enjoyed these Far Cry games. You know, I do like their games, but they do feel a little toothless if they don't have some kind of statement i know it's better for the shareholders i know it's better for uh you know keeping everybody placated and happy or the mass placated and happy with what you're selling but sometimes i mean you look at metal gear solid right like those are crazy fantastical creations that that pull some ideas from what is going on in reality there's commentary on child soldiers there's commentary on uh, automated militia and the dangers of having you know ai control weaponry and things like that yeah. Whereas in, in uh, you know, a Ghost Recon game from Ubisoft, it's like, isn't that cool? <laughs> You've got all these drones. You can just go and kill everything. Isn't that cool? It's so cool. I don't know. Any game that's going to take me to a beautiful tropical island, I'm ready for a vacation. Yes. So I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to go. I just want a mission where I just lounge on a beach, gunfire all around me, and just like, I don't care. You know, and Focus I think it was, it was Far Cry 5 that was probably kind of hitting close to the bone, especially because we've seen so much, uh, you know, um, divisiveness in, in the United States and armed uh, militia type people going into government buildings and things like that. Like, and Far Cry 5 was like pretty close <laughs> to the bone with a lot of those ideas, you know, preppers and, and, but they were really adamant that there was no huge, and then cults, like there were like, sort of prescient with a lot of the things that we're facing in the world right now, but they didn't want to say it's a political game, you know? And uh, this one, I feel serious like, Sam sequel. Yeah. This one, I feel, you, you know, there's a little bit of a remove because of uh, 
uh, you know, this the, the Cuba, it isn't Cuba, it's called Yara. And yeah. Giancarlo Esposito is famously the the uh, the bad the guy. He's, he's going to be so good. I can't wait. Um, I hope you become like the. I hope that's the option. Like you can either take over or you can take him down. That's you Tropico. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Sam, I am one 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 says you don't want Spec Ops the line reprimanding you for playing through the game. Spec no, Ops you don't want that. Spec Ops the line though, fantastic game. Why? There was a Fubar edition. There Just was saying. a Fubar edition. Sure was. Yeah. Great game. I I don't so, know, man. Like I, I feel like it's it's I don't want the game to be preachy, but I don't mind if there is, you know, food for thought afterwards, you know? Yeah. Especially when it's so charged. Like Far Cry five was so charged, but it was zany, you know? It was just like you can't turn that kind of fear that exists in reality into just like goofy good time, you know? And that's kind of what the game did a little bit, you know? Um, and Far Cry 6, I don't want it to do that, but I don't mind if there is uh, some heavy food for thought. I think The Last of Us Part 2 did a pretty good job. You want to play that. as Rayman. That's what and, you want. You want yeah. Rayman is on an island on a vacation. Well, that's goofy good Ray time. Ray Cry. That's, I, I, there would be no political expectation from something like that. But even Ghost of Tsushima, you know, talking about uh, the so Mongol good. invasion and the, so uh, you know, the, the samurai the code. You know, there was some really poignant and powerful statement about honor and all of that stuff in that game. There was and, naked man meat chilling in the onsen. <laughs> or you oh, got your own back. things out of there. You got, <laughs> uh, we got but, two very different experiences from Ghost but, of Tsushima. But you know what? I, I, I'm saying all this and it's only because I, I've seen the fervor that's that's sort of bubbled up around the release of this information today. Yeah. I still am dying to play Far Cry 6. Like, I had a great time playing Far Cry 5. It was goofy good times. And I, I, I would like more goofy good times in uh, in the tropical setting of Yara. That's why I'm here. Yeah. To bring those goofy good times. Does it look, um, you know, sort of PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X enough for you? I mean, again, did you remember that Horizon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hor- when she's like swimming underwater and you're like this is san francisco yeah. where I, I lived in san francisco when i was a child i don't remember looking anything like this yes that game looks fantastic this game looks great i feel like it doesn't look that much more impressive compared to the last one you can see the ray tracing and reflections and stuff you know it, yeah which is it, all fine and dandy sure but i need to play it before i can be like oh crap no this looks fantastic and it should run beautifully too. Um, got some uh, skepticism from Harry uh, Balzac says more camps to liberate with the same boring clearance missions. Uh, Brett the illustrator says the characters look outdated, but the world looks really good. Um, and you yeah, know, they've got especially some- watching that first trailer three different times in terrible settings, and then it gets to like your character's ID badge. Yeah, and I was like, oh, why do the characters look so good in the video? And then you can do like, this is my character face. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look as good as Horizon, right? Horizon was insanity. Yeah, they should have played Far Cry yesterday, the Horizon Forbidden West today. And then I would have been like, wow, these games are just looking so much better each day. We got uh, a vote for Game of the Year already for this from C. Smith. Coming out there with a strong idea uh, for this game. Far Cry 2 was great. Far Cry 2 was great. That was an incredibly ambitious game. 
wasn't the this the issue that soldiers had with the original Medal of Honor that the game might be reducing the horrors of war with an amusement park ride? That's from Sam I am one one one. Yeah, I mean that's the challenge of games in general, right? You you kind of turn, uh, you know, like the beach invasion in Normandy into entertainment, and it's um, it's like Saving Private Ryan, though. Yeah. You're like, look at how amazing this movie is, but it's like, it's it's terrible, but it, look how beautiful it looks. Yeah. I'm like, is it beautiful? These people it, well, are dying that, on the beach. That visceral kind of sensation when, when you, I, I saw that in the theater and I, I, I was repulsed. I, I almost, I saw it with uh, I know, I wife. saw Rambo with you in the theater. We had a, oh, we, yeah. we had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> you were just, just tears. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> that, was that was like going to the butcher shop <laughs> that was insanity but uh yeah but i think games have the the potential and the propensity to you know um really put us into that moment and and convey the narrative in a very powerful way i think we've yeah. seen that i think the last of us 2 i think is one of the the most powerful uh you know creative works in games that has illustrated that you know it's it's tough to live through moments of that game you know um but not every game is going to do that not everybody's got that as their business plan i think it's you know we part of the discussion about the last of us 2 and the accolades that it won last year uh, was that sony was kind of nuts to let <laughs> naughty dog <laughs> do what they did with that game in in several ways you know but that ambition um is a good thing, you know. Even if the work is is uh, divisive, even if the final output of what is what gets made isn't for everybody, yeah. um, that reach I think is is worth it in in video games. And and uh, I think that's also maybe part of the skepticism that we're seeing in the chat and online right now about Far Cry Six too. It's like it's the sixth iteration, shock us. Seventh with Primal. Yeah, right. With the ambition of it. All that being said, the game looks sweet. I want to play it for sure. I'm definitely uh, not not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, well, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show with some games that we are dying to play in 2021. What are you super hyped for? Uh, well, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but they had the Dying Light 2 presentation yesterday as well. Yep, Another yep. game that looks fantastic, having seen it what, in 2019, I think, when they first showed the trailer for it. Yeah. It was like Were we in the same press uh, briefing i think we might I think have been so. yeah I'm incredible a, i was there you might yeah. not have been i was yeah. there live it's the last <laughs> time i was ever live e3 um that looks good again with e3 coming in next month i'm excited for the stuff i have no idea that's going to be coming yeah. out soon yes you know there's a lot of ratchet and clank i can't wait to play boot up the old ps5 og yeah where they change it. The OG. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the old school PlayStation 5, this bad boy. <laughs> I wonder what's taller, the PlayStation 5 or that Daily Bugle Lego set that's out there right now. I think it's pretty, though. That is. Is, is, is there a new Spider-Man coming? Can we get some new Spider-Man? What if they were just like, welcome to E3, by the way, new Miles Morales coming out right now. I mean, that's what I want. E3's over. That's E3's what I want. Over. Yeah. <laughs> you or dropped that like the first day of Sony's the... <laughs> not going to E3. That's how I know. But they can still do announcements. They just did a Forbidden or Horizon Forbidden West thing. I they know. could be like I know. everybody's watching the videos of the announcements. By the way, Spider-Man brand new Miles Morales edition is out right now. You can just go ahead and download it. It's free also if you have the original last one. What? Game over. 
yeah. it's game over. I'm done. I, I, I don't mean, care I, about whatever's coming up. I want I want Insomniac to be crafting a, a Spider Verse game every year. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be Peter Parker Spider Man. We can get Gwen Stacy Spider Man. We can get that future robot girl, Spider Girl yeah. with the. Ro- I, I would love a game based on that in a future version of New York City. Oh, God. Just that would do be a Spider Verse game where each chapter is those characters and then they come together like a Spider Avengers yes. at the end. Yes. I like what you're saying. Yes. See what I I'm want saying? That. Yes. Insomniac. Yes. Are you watching? That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I know at Sony? Let's talk. I got a PS5, guys. You can play it on well, that. If they're if they are working on that, that's an incredibly ambitious idea, and it would definitely be tied to the Spider Verse Two game, which comes out at the end of next year, right? Or it would be revealed by the time that game comes Hopefully. out. Hopefully, all we right. So, hope. um, uh, so in 2021, we have a yes. pretty good idea that that uh, Halo is coming out. Is that something you're psyched for? Halo Infinite. Sure. Yeah, but you want yeah. to see more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm still gonna. It's Halo. I'll be yeah. excited to jump in and play it. Yeah, each Halo game that came out, I feel like I did. I missed like the the super deluxe, like the legendary Halo collection, Master Chief collection. Yeah. I played a little bit of that, and I was like, okay, it's not like a Mass Effect where I want to jump in and play through every Halo game again. Yeah, but I'm excited for a new Halo. Yeah, I'm excited to see because they've been taking their time. Delay it. That's fine. I don't mind delays anymore. Me neither. I've co- I've come to that point in my life where I'm like, if you're gonna make it better. Take your time, Cyberpunk. Just take your time. <laughs> Release it when you want it to be released. Yes. And then I will be happy. Yes, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, okay. Um, do you think God of War Ragnarok is coming out this year? No. No, me neither. No. Do you think Horizon Forbidden West is coming out this year? No. March. They March didn't is my reveal guess. any kind of date, did they, at all? No. No. I feel like that's How a... How did Insomniac again, get us... Miles Morales and Ratchet Clank, months apart with a brand new machine. How did they do that? They've been they've been working hard. God, it's insanity. You know, I feel like with Miles is a little bit easier because you can just take what you did with Spider Man and had the remastered Spider Man, and they also did the remastered yeah. Spider Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, they're just obviously they're aces at their places, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, here's this is what we do here's how awesome it's going to be for you enjoy because they yep. needed that for the PlayStation five launch and they got it. And now it's like, well, are people going to still be fiending for the PlayStation fives? Are they going to be still unable to get them at the end of the year? Because then are we going to have another crisis of like, they're still sold out and we're putting out games. And yeah, I guess they have to think about that too. Right. They, they, you know? they don't want to, I mean, if they want the biggest bang on people buying the software, because they need that for news too, right? That news yeah. perpetuates the sale of consoles and it's the cycle that they need. And if not enough people can actually get the machine to justify the news announcement of launching a big game, we might see delays on software that is ready. And and Horizon actually might be ready for this year, but they may in their wisdom say this let's wait, let's get let's sell more PlayStation. There's got to be something for holiday. Yeah. They're going to have to have a punch in the face for holiday because it's the holiday season. <laughs> Wouldn't it be insane if it was an insomnia game? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> here, what? They're, they're just like, get us something new. We we bought you guys. Make games. Go. Those other games really good. Can we, can we have another one? By end of year. 
like in a year <laughs> new ip too just come up with something new. Oh, oh, okay man. that would be crazy um okay um so let's let's have a prediction to- talk then a little bit because i think we're, i'm in the same boat with you like i i I want to play stuff that's coming out in 2021, but Bug so Snacks close. too. You want... Let's go. I don't know if we're gonna get more. That. <laughs> more snacks. That's what, what I want. What do you What do you have for uh, predictions? And I guess they would be hopes, hopes for, and dreams wh- for everything. Yeah, for just... anything. I don't know. I, I would hope we get over this chip shortage and more people can get the new consoles so we can oh, get those games to come out on time. Of you. That's very yeah. kind of you. Yeah. I mean, I want other people to enjoy the, yeah. the new stuff so then we can get more new stuff for the new stuff. Yes. Before I feel newer that too, stuff though. comes I, out. I totally get what you're saying because I do feel the guilt of, you know, I, it's my job to review this stuff and talk about it, but it does feel a bit weird to talk about this new ps5 or xbox series x thing that i'm playing and half my comments are like you're lucky can't wait you to get one, one. Yeah. You, yeah, i can't even get one and i get it i get that that anger and yes we got to get over this stupid hump for sure especially like we're, we're six months seven months into this at this point more yeah. than that half it, a year over it, it's insane of console life okay that's a good one okay so a prediction from e3 announcements and summer announcements is if you want it, you can get it. Yeah. That would be great. Okay. Like now, we've doubled down soft- on creating consoles, not just games. We want everybody to play it. But the thing that sucks is like, you don't know how many are in the hands of the scalpers, right? I know. So you're just like, you overproduce and people are just like, uh, the same scalpers are buying the same thing. It's the same thing like being a sneakerhead. Like, I love my shoes. Yeah. I like to have a good pair of shoes. When a new shoe drops, everybody's on the apps getting it. And then yeah. the resale market is just bananas because that's a thing now. I know it's crazy. And now people have turned the console market into the sneakerhead market, and it's just like you get those fresh pair of PlayStation Jordans. <laughs> that's it's crazy. I still have a, a a boxed pair of the first Nike uh, crossover shoes, and they were shoes that were used for. Uh, they looked super <laughs> sci-fi back then. They were. Um, uh, the, in in the Aliens movie, they had shoes that kind of borrowed from that. Uh, and I loved the shoes. I bought a pair that I was wearing all the time, and then I bought I bought an extra pair, and I stuck them in. Uh, uh, they're in storage somewhere. And I have a I have a crazy. Well, I'll show it another day. I have a pair of Adidas. There are new PlayStation Five Nikes coming I know. out next month. I know. I I I cheekily sent my size to Sony, like they would ever send me a pair of those. Like, you wait. You were a size fourteen too. <laughs> they they sent me the press release, and I said, "Nice, nine point five. <laughs> Send. They're like, you gave our shoe release a score. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my shoe size. <laughs> I give this release a 14 out of 10. And I, I did talk about them. I did mention them in the rundown. But it's important. Like, the minute these things are available, gone, history. Okay, yeah. so we both want more hardware for people to be able to collect. And, you know, and hopefully once and if this Nintendo Super Switch is announced, uh, there will also be the announcement that there we're making tons of them. Don't worry. If you want one, you can get it. Because that's going to be... <laughs> that's going to be their hardware announcement. The thing that, that we're I mean, working that on is thing building more. The, that thing in the in the uh, fall and holiday season, I mean, there's going to be riots, man. Yeah. And, and now people can 
like be in close contact with each other. So, so you know, there's going to be lineups and, and riots in front of uh, video game stores out there. Okay, let's talk about software, though. What do you, what do you want to see? I would love Spelunky 3. It took Dead them, Cells 2. Ooh, that'd be a shocker. It took them years to make Spelunky 2. It did, not, seven years. We're not going to see that at E3. Okay. Um, I don't know. Again, it's for E3, it's the surprise stuff. I yeah. want I want to be like, what? I wasn't even thinking they were working on something like that, and it's going to be out by the end of the year. The awesome. unknown is what I'm always excited yes, for. Yes, me like too. Stuff I saw a couple years ago at E3 or heard about last year. I'm just like, oh, okay, I expect that stuff, but it's the things that are just like, wait, what? Yeah. They got a sequel coming out for that or a brand new thing for this? Can you can you remember a, a reveal that hit you like a ton Shenmue of three man? At E3, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was just like, I we were tweeting about it, and they did something, and I was just like, what is happening? And I tweeted something about Last Guardian, and then they showed Last Guardian, it was coming out, it was like, and I just tweeted, if they show Shenmue 3, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and then Shenmue 3 comes walking to the stage, and I was like, <laughs> pre-order Kickstarter, boop, 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 boop. Done. The uh, the Corey Barlog. You haven't played it. <laughs> the the Corey Barlog reveal of. Uh, Hold on a second. Oh, you gotta go. Oh, we got a baby Look delivery. Baby. Look at my oh, baby. Oh my goodness. She wants to make an appearance. Hello. Look at this. Look at my little baby. Bonus streamer. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh my, my gosh. gosh. She's oh, camera careful. Oh, it's the scene from Lion King. I love it. Oh, my God. That's uh, that's the best. That's the best reveal. <laughs> I love that. I love that Melissa didn't even say a damn thing. She just she's like, like shook her head at you. <laughs> She's like, do you want the kid? Yeah, she wants to be on the stream. She's over it, and she's <laughs> over you. <laughs> she loves. She's a streaming pro. I love That's it, my baby. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the Corey Barlog. Speaking of fathers, the Corey Barlog God of War reveal from E three, I think, was one of the most shocking things that I saw. You know, yeah. But yeah, but then also you can go back to because uh, I've been at all of them, so I can remember the uh, the the Zelda. They announced Crash Bandicoot two. I yeah. was like, well, <laughs> I like that one. This is gonna be a fantastic sequel the, to a the, great game. The Ocarina of Time announcement that uh, they did for instance. I'm not kidding. That was incredible. You know, because <laughs> not joking at all. Yeah, that was just insanity. And then of course they they did that again with Breath of we the Wild. We went to that Nintendo reveal and they said. We just want you to play the games. And there was a two-hour presentation before we could play the games. <laughs> yeah. Damn yes. it, Reg. Yeah, we remember those for sure. Um, okay, now let's pick one that you think is going to be uh, shown off at E3 that you are very, very hyped for. Hmm. hmm. I want to pick something that I think would be unexpected, mm. but I, I, I can't really thought about it new rock band what shake the oh, world up it's, yeah. it's been so long remember those remember the time there we were I was just thinking bombarded? about rock band yesterday man <laughs> I, I was thinking about it yesterday but i i play guitar to chill out sometimes after i unplug from all the screens and i literally have four 
freaking screens in front of me right now. It's insanity. But it's it's good to relax. And I was thinking about Rock Band and saying that would be, it's time, I think. But Remember I Remember when there was just all the time. It was like another yeah. music game, another yeah. thing. An they shouldn't tie it to the hardware. They shouldn't make it for the consoles. They should partner with, I mean, if Stadia was a real the thing. Steam Pal? <laughs> well, it should be like a smart app on a TV, you know, and, and it should be perpetual. There should be a sense of like, you know, when the hardware cycle is over, wh what do I do with all these things? It, sh it should never feel like that. You know, there should feel like th these plastic instruments that you're going to have are going to live on or maybe have multi-use or something like that. Uh, but I, yeah, I think they got sort of stuck into that. It was only relevant for as long as that console generation was relevant. You yeah. Know? I don't know, what do you what do you expect? What surprise are you like? Oh, uh, Mass. I, I want um, not Mass Effect. I want Metroid. I want Metroid love like obviously. crazy. Obviously, yeah. Vic. Yeah. Yes. A less obvious answer. Okay, Donkey been... Kong. <laughs> Kid uh. Icarus. <laughs> uh, I'm very psyched for this Bethesda uh, Microsoft reveal. I feel like this is the beginning of what Microsoft is going to be showing off for their next consecutive rounds of years and still where, is bethesda still doing their own presentation no, it's all tied in oh, okay i was bethesda gonna say because i was like xbox. it's like double dipping in the xbox spectrum for they're like we're gonna do our xbox presentation and then that night bethesda's gonna do theirs it's just also gonna be an xbox presentation no no they're gonna they're they're tying it all together which is incredible that's a lot of that's a lot of force you know there's, there's fallout a lot of, five a lot of you know bethesda experiences but also i i really want to see microsoft start to deliver on those acquisitions. Um, I would love to see Metroid. I would love to see Donkey Kong. Uh, I would um, love to see Sony surprise us with more stuff like Returnal, you know, because they've done an incredible job at um, building exclusive franchises that yeah. we want to see sequels on. I would love to see a new Uncharted game if that's happening. Um, but I also want more surprises. I want to, and yeah. even reinventions like God of War. You know, even if they go back and they say, this is what the new Twisted Metal is, and you can play a Sweet Tooth and it's Grand Theft Auto, but it's... I was just talking about that the other day, too. Wouldn't like, that be insane? Insane? You, you know, know you a can... new Twisted Metal game? Right. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really, really cool. Uh, yeah, I, going... you know what? I'm going to have you back, and we're going to talk about this stuff as it, as it's being revealed and announced. Okay. That sound all right? Yeah, I guess. I ain't doing all nothing. Right. And... and uh, <laughs> Uh, people are talking about Marissa, and there'll be some other people that will be on the show soon for sure as well. But um, I think that's pretty good. We talked about the topics. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything else you want to say? No. No? You know, I'm excited for games, man. Foe 3 is happening. We'll Foe get more, plenty. All the, the next few weeks are going to be just bombardments of announcements of like this thing and this. Check your email. Here's a blast on this. Like I got a Dying Light 2 tube a week and a half ago. That was like, I was like, what is this? And it was just a flashlight with a poster. That's awesome. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, and you use the black light on the poster. And it's like, tune into Twitch and we'll be doing our reveal. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. That is super People cool. I loved what light. they did with that reveal, by the way. The the whole set that they had and they're moving yeah. around background imagery. It was very cool. Very classy. Uh, well, my friend, I will definitely, uh, you know, don't go away. Don't go anywhere. I'll reach out to you. I got nowhere to go. I know you're locked in your room Pandemic. just like me is basement power uh but i'll I'll, <laughs> I'll be back in touch soon 
Thank you very much for joining me today. Jose Sanchez, you can follow him at Don Fubar on Instagram and Twitter. Is that your Twitch channel as well? Uh, it's Don underscore Fubar on Twitch. Don underscore Fubar. Thank you, good sir. Always very, very fun to My chat with you. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you soon. Have a fantastic weekend and uh, make sure whatever you do, you play forever. Thank you.